like, honestly, it's like that cliche thing, like the journey instead of the destination, but it's so true. And I feel that way with purpose. So I think, you know, when you found that is when you feel really fulfilled, when you feel lit up, when it's something that makes you feel like you. Motherhood is beautiful yet challenging. You may be feeling lost in motherhood, but I'm here to tell you that no matter what season of motherhood you find yourself in, every mom has a unique journey that is worth experiencing. So if you are a mom feeling overwhelmed, are struggling with mom guilt, want to be more confident and are looking for ways to find you again, know that you are not alone. Every mom will come away with connection, knowledge, and tangible tools to integrate into her own motherhood experience. You deserve to be confident in motherhood with all of your experiences that make you who you are. So let's get started on being real, vulnerable, and step into community with each other. This is Experience Motherhood. Welcome. On today's episode, we are going to be discussing how to find your purpose in the midst of motherhood. When we find ourselves as moms for the very first time or after many years in motherhood, we can sometimes lose sight of our purpose or our vision. I am so excited to be chatting with Kat Harrow today. Kat, can you share with the listeners a little more about yourself? Yeah, my name is Kat Harrow, and I am a registered dietitian turned online business owner and educator. So I am the co-founder of two different businesses. One of them is called Pursuing Her Purpose, and it's a weekly podcast and business dedicated to helping women really start and grow thriving podcasts, online courses, and really just grow thriving online businesses. I'm also a mom of three girls who are four and a half, two, and just about 10 weeks. So I am really in the depths of the little people years for motherhood while simultaneously trying to, and actually am building really thriving businesses. That's amazing. And you have your hands full. There is no doubt. So thank you for sparing us the little time that you do have very much appreciated. I would love to just have you tell me and the listeners, you know, kind of your experience as a working mom and a woman, when you first became a mom, I'm just curious, what was that like? Kind of where were you in your journey in your career and kind of walk us through some of those shifts or pivots? Yeah, that's such a good question. I was reflecting on this and with my first child, at the time I was running a multi-million dollar online business. It was a, we sold online courses. So similar industry to what I'm doing now, but I was running the company inside of it as an employee. And when I gave birth to my first daughter, I remember kind of almost like denying the fact that my life had changed, like, and my values had shifted and even my schedule had shifted. Like everything had dramatically changed And I was pretending like it didn't, and it was actually causing a lot of friction in my life. So I found myself trying to run at the same pace and the same schedule as I did before I had children. And for many reasons, if you are a parent yourself, you know, it just doesn't work that way. And because of that, you know, I became burnt out. I was really overworked. I kind of felt resentful of my child sometimes. And I even was sad that I had less time with them than I hoped. And on top of that, sometimes it even caused friction with my partner. Um, And so what really shifted for me was my journey with my second child when we were trying to have our second daughter. So I actually went through secondary infertility. And if you've ever been on that experience or journey before, you know that it can be very um, challenging, emotional, and it slowed me down in a way that 
I needed to be slowed down (laughs) and it really supported me to reprioritize things. I didn't look at it that way at the time. At that time, it was just absolutely devastating. And, um, you know, I was resentful that I had to slow down, but looking back on it, I can see how that experience was the catalyst for so much change in my life of how I approach work, how I approach motherhood and how I show up for my kids now. Wow. Yeah. That sounds like a really interesting perspective, right? Of just, you know, we have so many different experiences on our motherhood journey, whatever that may be. And some are really positive and some are not very positive. And you kind of realized, you know, looking in hindsight, of course, is easier to see, you know, not that it was a good thing, but that it really shaped and molded you into pausing and really reflecting on, okay, how can I move through this and move forward in many directions, right? Yes. 100%. Like the experience itself, you know, if it was like quote unquote negative, I suppose, but there were things when I look back that I'm like, absolutely. I took something that changed my life for the positive from that experience. Yeah, definitely. So as you think about your goals and your passion, I would love to hear a little more of, you know, kind of now that you have three and a newly (laughs) mom of three, you know, how has that shifted? You know, I know from just the little I do know about you, right? You've had different careers and you've shifted into more of an entrepreneurial role. How did you get to that point? And kind of what do you think kind of shifted some of those passions and goals you had? Yeah. And I don't know if it was necessarily becoming a mother that shifted certain goals, but it was just following breadcrumbs and curiosity throughout my career. So as I mentioned before, I started out as a registered dietitian, health and nutrition is still a huge passion of mine. But I started to notice I became very interested in business and strategy. And so I followed those breadcrumbs and that, you know, took me to taking my first online course. And I thought, oh, I'll do this for someone else. I'll help them build a course. And and every little breadcrumb that I followed, you know, it ended up me running this multi-million dollar course company. And then it ended up me starting my own business. And and I would say starting my own business was definitely catalyzed by my children because I I knew that I wanted to set the value and the tone and the pace of my life and entrepreneurship has absolutely allowed that. But up until that point, it was also just allowing myself to be curious and follow that curiosity. I think so many times we deny ourselves that in life because we think we have to fit into a certain box or we're scared or we wonder what someone else will think. And I feel like over the years, I've just become more bold and just being like, what if I try this thing. What, what, what will happen? And it's always opened up interesting doors for me that have taken me places that I couldn't have even imagined. I love that curiosity. What a interesting concept, right? You know, as kids, I feel like that's a trait that we often love to encourage with our children. Right. But then somehow I think for a lot of us that we kind of lose that and we kind of just get in that rut. Right. And we're just, Oh, nine to five. That's our job. That's you know, we're stuck here. I can't ever change or pivot. Right. But you kind of rediscovered that curiosity. It sounds like, and it's really serving you. Yes. And I think it, it, it truly serves everyone. Like I think a lot of people, we find a lot of joy and just allowing ourselves to be in that state. But as you get older, like you said, there's certain status quos that you're reaching, or you just, um, your, your mindset of possibility sometimes can become smaller, the older that you get. And so it's, it's helpful if you can 
look at your children, even like you said, it's, they're so innately curious and how can you tap into that yourself as an adult? Yeah, definitely. I would love to also hear, you know, what, what would be some practical tools? So you've talked about your own personal journey of kind of shifting some of your passions as far as in business, um, and just that change, you know, each kid was born and so things changed and you had to shift. What are some ideas that moms could really take as they're kind of trying to find out what might be their purpose or what their vision is? How could you, you know, advise them? How do you find your vision? How do you know if it is time to change? That's a really good question. I think if you're questioning, if there's a time, if something needs to change in your life, probably something does. Cause if everything was on the right path and was feeling so aligned, that thought probably wouldn't even pop into your head. So if that thought is simmering, there is probably something that maybe you can change. And I think that we, as a society put a lot of pressure on purpose. Like it feels like this heavy you know, exciting, but heavy end destination. And like, as I've mentioned with my curiosity, it's just opened up so many doors and, and places I never thought that I would go. And I feel like if I looked at it as this end destination, I wouldn't have even knocked on any of the doors. And so I think that you need to allow yourself to be open to finding your purpose in different seasons. Like my purpose right now is all about, you know, being the best mom that I can be, being the best business owner that I can be helping amazing women start businesses. It might change, you know, it absolutely might change. Like, as I said, I'm in the little people years right now. So I show up in motherhood differently right now than I will when they're 10 years old and are more independent. And with that, some of my purpose might adjust. And I think you need to be open to allowing that to change in different seasons and seeing where it takes you. Like, honestly, it's like that cliche thing, like the journey instead of the destination, but it's so true. And I feel that way with purpose. So I think, you know, when you found that is when you feel really fulfilled, when you feel lit up, when it's something that makes you feel like you, like I think in motherhood, even though we can love so many pieces of it, there's many times where you feel out of alignment because you don't feel like yourself. What are those things that you do do that remind you of who you are that bring you joy? Yeah. I, it's interesting you say that because I think, you know, so often we do get kind of lost, you know, that term lost in motherhood is being tossed around a lot these days. And, you know, if you think about what that means, it, you know, a lot of moms feel really unsure of what that next step is to find that fulfillment, right? Whether it is in the career or maybe they are a stay-at-home mom and that is their purpose and vision for now. But that flexibility piece you mentioned of, you know, every season's different. And right now with three littles, this is your season and you've figured out and are still figuring out how to navigate that. So you can be the best mom, be present with them, but also fulfill your own individual purpose and vision and dreams, right? Yes. 100%. So you have a lot of, a lot of businesses on your plate <laughs> along the side <laughs> of motherhood, clearly. How do you structure your time so you really are fully present as mom when you are with your kids? Or how, what does that look like? And I know it's different being an entrepreneur, right? And maybe that's more challenging because you're kind of always working on your business. But how how do you structure your time? 
Yeah, that's a good question. So on a very big basis or or wide view basis, I work from nine to three. Those are the hours that my kids are in school um, or in daycare. And so that's kind of how I structure my day, but my busyness and my schedule, it's really a pendulum that shifts. Like there'll be times when we are launching a new product where I might be pulling different hours or working at a different pace. There will be times like recently, I just had a baby 10 weeks ago. So I had to really pull off the gas as anyone should, who just had a baby and allow myself the time to be with my daughter. And, you know, my days looked a lot like nursing every two hours. They still look like that. And so it really adjusts, like you said, depending on the season, of course, we all love the idea of like balance in our life. And I, I strive for that. You know, it's like, when I think about balance, it's like, did I take time for me? Did I get individual time with my kids? Did I get to work on my business projects that are going to drive revenue into my family? and also our business and our employees. Yes, those are all great balance things I try to hit every day. And sometimes it's going to be, guess what? I have a sick kid today and I'm 100% momming today. Or we are launching a new product and I'm going to be working late tonight because I'm going to, I really want to get this thing out into the world and put my best foot forward. So, you know, I, on a day-to-day basis, it's like, yes, I strive for balance and I allow myself to know like there's going to be pendulum shifts and it's knowing when to shift the pendulum back. Like I can't always be in a season of launching and I can't always be in a season of being with my children 24 seven. Yeah. Sounds like you've really learned how to be flexible and really not be so set in stone of like, these are my working hours. You know, I have to do everything now. And then I'm totally off the clock, you know, in your role and in your life, you've really had to navigate that. Yeah. Sometimes you got to be at work a little bit more or at home a little more. And then you put them aside when it is one or the other, right? You're at work, you're focused on work as much as you can be. And then when you're at home, your mom, and wife and friend and all those things. Right. Yes, exactly. And I think that's truly like you hit the nail on the head, which is talking about flexibility, whether you want that lesson in life or not. I think that's what motherhood brings is like, you could be a very rigid person and really like, you know, certain things a certain way. And whether it's how clean your house is or what your schedule looks like motherhood, you have to have a certain threshold for chaos. And like, as much as it bothered me at first, cause I do like things a little more orderly. I look at it now and I'm like, okay, yeah, this is actually a really good skill that I'm bringing into my life of like going with the flow, being flexible, like nothing, it doesn't have to be perfect. Those are all like great little gems you get from the chaos. <laughs> yes. It's kind of that idea of like expanding your window of tolerance, right? Like yes, maybe yes. before motherhood, you're very, <laughs> you know, like, no, I can't have a messy house or whatever it is. And now it's like, okay, well, <laughs> yes. I'm going to have to live with it a little. What do you think would be some, you know, we've talked a lot about vision and we're talking about just structuring time. What would be something that, you know, a mom could do even just today to kind of sit down and, you know, whether it's, you know, writing out a vision or any good questions she should just ask herself of how do I figure this out? Or you could also kind of look at it more in that structured time. Like, is it really does it come down to calendars and writing things down or you're very strategic. So you're a good person to ask. That's a good question. I I mean, I think the first step is because no one schedule is going to fit everyone's life. Like one person might like that morning routine. That's got a hundred steps and they like to have a hundred step skincare routine, but for someone else, that's like torture. So I think the first thing that you can do is like, ask yourself, what is feeling off? 
in my life right now? Like, are the mornings super chaotic when you're doing drop off? Okay, how can I streamline this process so it's a little bit easier? Okay, I'm gonna have the clothes laid out downstairs so I don't no one has to go back upstairs and put clothes on, or we have to find the outfits. It's already down there. The lunches are packed. Like what piece of the morning is feeling chaotic or what piece of the day is off? Maybe you realize when you ask yourself that prompt. It's wow, I'm realizing I don't have a minute to myself in the day. Okay, how then can you support yourself to have that 30 minute walk or that hour workout or whatever that piece is that you need to feel like yourself? How can you actually schedule that into your day? Talk to your partner about why you need to prioritize that certain thing and how it benefits, you know, them and the entire family when you are able to take that time for yourself. So, you know, it could be various different things that aren't feeling aligned for you right now in your schedule. And I think it's important to ask yourself, what is, what is that thing? And how can I then create space to declare that that's a need for me that I need to have that? Yeah. You really have to kind of look inward and kind of ask yourself, you know, yeah, what, what is the priority for the day? Is it that 30 minute walk or is Mm -hmm. it just having all those lunches packed so that I don't have to stress in the morning, whatever it is, just asking those internal questions first and then kind of making a game plan. What can I do? How can I execute this so that it can run more smoothly for the day? And I'm not so stressed out. Yes, exactly. I noticed like once we added our third child to the mix, it was like certain things that I used to be more on the fly with just like were pure chaos if I didn't have the systems in place. Even something as simple as like, I desire to have vacation time with just my husband. Like if we don't plan that months in advance, we were very spontaneous people. And we loved that when we were, you know, just dating before we were married and had kids. And like, we can't live like that anymore because we have kids. So if we want time together, we can't last minute, take a vacation. It has to be planned ahead. So it's just like figuring out those pieces again, that once work for you, that maybe just aren't working anymore. Yes. I love that. Yeah. You just kind of have to figure out what your vision is, even just for your family life or just your, Mm -hmm. not just for your own self, right? You have, you got your kids and your husband or spouse or whoever, right? Mm -hmm. I would love to ask you, what is your why in life and kind of how does this impact your experience in motherhood? And I know that's a really big question, but kind of what drives you as we're, you know, talking about vision and purpose and all of that, what is your why for you? Yeah. It's such a good question because I feel like my why encompasses all of my other values. And so my why, when I think about it, it's always time freedom. And that means that I can do the things that I love most. So that's, you know, being with my family, that's pursuing creative endeavors. That means helping amazing women like you inside of our programs. Like I want control of that. And so the ultimate destination for me is always having control or um, the opportunity to be able to do what I want with my time. And that even encompasses like my health. Like if I can control my time, then I can make sure that I can go for that bike ride in the middle of the day because it's on me and it just happens to be a beautiful day and I want to do that. Um, So that truly is like when I think about my why and, and my husband's aligned too, we kind of have the same vision. It's always that. Yeah. I love that. What has changed you most in motherhood, do you think? I love this question. I feel like motherhood, it undeniably changes you. And so, you know, physically, spiritually, emotionally, mentally, all of the things. When I think like positively of my changes, I feel like bolder than I ever have been before. I used to care a lot about what other people thought. 
and I would adjust to meet their expectations. You know, I was that quote unquote people pleaser. But now that I'm a mom, I'm like, take a step back. And I'm like, I'm raising three women and I want them to see a mom who isn't afraid to be her authentic self, who isn't just adjusting to other people's perceptions or expectations of her. I want them to see a mom who fails and who gets back up and is like, can handle what life throws at her. I want them to see a mom who is seeking something greater than the status quo and isn't just trying to be in a homogenous state, who's someone who's like, okay to stand out in the crowd and accepts that or is seeking a path that maybe someone else isn't and is okay with that. Because that's what I want for each of my kids. And if they can't see me doing it, then why would I ever think that they could embody that or they could have that in their life if it didn't start at home? So I feel like it's motherhood creates that mirror, right? Where all of a sudden you're like, oh, I I see this child who has unlimited potential. And it's like, why don't I look at myself with that same mirror of like, wait, I do too. And like, I have to show them that. Oh, yes, I completely agree. And I love that as you were even answering that question, I could just hear your deep passion and your vision, (laughs) you know, your why was right there. You, you just were so easily able to identify what kind of example of a woman you want to be for your own girls, even right. Let alone yourself. Yes, totally. And there's nothing that will force you into that more than having kids because every single person out there who becomes a parent wants the world for their children. And it's like, why don't we look at ourselves as these like blank palettes that are so perfect and and divine and like that, that we can have the world and all of our desires too. Yeah, that is so interesting. You're right. Somewhere along the line, we kind of become that, you know, non-curious adult, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Well, Kat, this has been such a pleasure talking with you. Um, I would love for you to share where our listeners can find more of you and all of the good things you have to offer. Yes. So you can find me on Instagram. Uh, My business is at pursuing her purpose. Or if you want to connect with me personally, you can go over to my personal page, which is Kat, K-A-T, Harrow, H-E-R-R-O. Wonderful. Well, this again has been such a wonderful conversation today. And if it's been impactful for you, I'd be so grateful if you took a moment to rate and review this podcast. And I can't wait to talk to you next time. So until then, go experience motherhood.